everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome into The Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. I'm Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we're here for a hot tea Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> and actually, say, hot chocolate, too. Yes. That doesn't go hot, with tea. Hot chocolate day, I guess. I heard it on the radio on the way into work today. And so I made myself a cup, and I always use cocoa, and you know, the old-fashioned way, except today I didn't have time to put it on the stove. So I put it in the microwave, and I just looked away for probably 10 seconds, and it was all bubbling up and over. <laughs> So I have about a half a cup, but you know what? That's okay. There's marshmallows in there and it's just delicious. Well, good. Yeah, I'm doing hot tea because I've been under the weather for the few days here. So I apologize if I sound funny to all of you out there, but maybe you don't care. It's fine. It's all <laughs> good. It's all good. all good. I'm making it happen. I'm here. I'm yeah. upright. Good. Love it. I love it. Yeah. So so you've been, you've got a little cold virus thing going on, but yeah, yeah, so crazy, right? There's a lot of stuff happening right now in the world, I think. There yeah. Is. yeah. But you know what? I had to be here because this is our first, like Sarge in the chat room just said, it's our first live show yeah. here with a chat room in yes. like a month, a month or so. Because yeah. the first show of the year was when all the tech problems started happening and we turned you know we closed it down like half an hour into it you know yeah. and that was the last time we were business as usual I guess you could say yes and now there's a new Parax website which is lovely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the new chat room and so hey we are we are rolling cooking we with are. fire as they say yeah so I was going to be here tonight I'm like you know what Absolutely. I have to be <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing's going to take me down tonight yes <laughs> Oh, absolutely. No, I don't I don't think you sound bad at all. You know? Oh, good. Good. You, know, you, you just sound a, you know, you just sound a little horsey, but nothing can compared to the way I I sounded last fall, honestly. You know? You were <laughs> you were pretty sick. I yeah. was pretty sick. So, <clears throat> you know, it's it's that time of year, you know? Um Yes, it is. You know what I think though cuz I'm usually well at the studio. I've always wear a mask. Mm -hmm. I'm always wearing a mask at the studio, so I'm very good. But I've been, you know, letting up 
as I go around town a little bit more. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a close situation with people I don't know, I'm gonna I'll probably have a mask on. But I I think I've, it's because I haven't been wearing a mask as much, and I'm picking up stuff that I have been not picking up for the last couple of years wearing a mask. Right. Well, do you wonder if because you've been so in a mask all this time that your immune system is down because you're not used to them? I always That's think the I more think. you're exposed, That's the I'm better like, off you are. Right. Yeah, your I, immune system. You know, not that I I mean. I still will wear a mask, you know, when I need to and when I want to, but I just think because I haven't, you know, yeah. been exposed to a lot of stuff that, yeah, it's yep. Yep. every little thing will come up by and go, ooh, hey, we haven't visited yeah. you for a while. Absolutely. How you doing, old friend? Absolutely. <laughs> My gosh. So, yeah. No, that's, and that's, I think that's how it goes, you know, and you don't, you know, I always say, um, you know, I'm always, like, for example, Casey was pretty sick last week or the week before or something. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't get sick. You know what I mean? It's like, and I wasn't, uh, didn't stay away from her, you know, didn't wear a mask, nothing. You know, we were all sat on the couch watching TV together all the time. So I just, my personal belief is the more you expose yourself, the better off you are, you know? Well, I don't know that I subscribe to that theory, but uh, because I'd rather not get sick, but I understand the need to keep up on the Mm-hmm. you know, bacteria that's out there, whatever, get yourself exposed a little bit, you know, all that. But anyway, I don't want to be sick either. So not this. Anyway, it's all good. I don't want to yeah. talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. So, wow. So someone found um, the medallion today. How about that? <laughs> how? So how? Okay. So for those of you that don't know, we have a winter carnival here yes. and it's a big deal. And there's a medallion hunt every year yep and when did they start giving out clues they started giving out clues um today was the ninth clue i believe it might have been the tenth clue okay but you know what's the average i'm curious like the average sometimes 12 sometimes it goes to 12 and sometimes they even extend it so if nobody has found it by midnight on the day after the 12th clue has been put out it's over you know, the money is donated to charity and the hunt is over and they give all, they tell everyone where the, where the prize was, you know, um, in years past, because, you know, if the weather is like super cold, like this year, if nobody's found it, sometimes they'll extend that, you know, like for 24 hours or something. But the clues this year, Heidi, were just all over the board. In fact, you know, I'm in the group and it's funny because some people were saying things like this clue writer has really been smoking too much weed. (laughs) Oh, nobody, nobody could make sense of these clues. Right. So in that aspect, it was very interesting and very kept people guessing, you know, but there was no like normally in a normal year, people focus on a couple different parks. Right. Because the clues really match up, you know, and then there's a whole lot of people there. And it's so fun because it's people are fun and friendly, you know, and everybody talks and everybody, you know, jokes and we all help each other. But this year. Because it was all over the board, there was never any park that had more than, you know, a few people in it, you know, because we just didn't know where it was, you know. So, and it was cold. It was very cold last night. Casey and I um, just kind of drove around to a couple of parks and there was like a few people out there, but not very many. We didn't get out and look because it was dangerously cold, you know, but it was found today at Lake Phelan or Phelan Park. Um it was found in a corn a corn can, which I guess one of the clues was something about something in baseball called a pop-up, which means a can of corn, 
You know, so the medallion was buried in this old can. I don't think there was corn in it, but an old corn can um, on the side of a trail there in Thalen. And it was deep underneath the snow, right? And it was packed hard because, you know, it's snowed and then it's gotten warm. Then it's gotten cold. So it's icy, you know. So you have to like chip in to get it. Yes. Bring your pickaxe. Exactly. And the guy who found it, well, it was a pair, you know, they were worked together, two friends. And the guy who found it was their first time finding it. So that always makes me happy because there are a few people who have found it several times, you know, and I'm always like, oh, not you again. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no. The chance, you know, you think, yeah, you think that if you found it, even if you know where it is, you'd leave it for someone else to find it because. Well, then, yeah, let someone else, well, I suppose, it. but then someone else that always finds it might find it. And then it's like, well, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's super fun. And, uh, you know, it's like I said, it wasn't that fun this year. It was very, there was a lot of noodling going on, you know, and a lot of what's going on in the chat room. And then people would say, gosh, we just have no idea where this could be. And it, this morning, though, somebody said, well, that clue fits in with Phelan, you know, so maybe it's in Phelan. And so actually I had said to Casey, when I get off work, we're going to Phelan. But then they found it like right, right before mm-hmm. I got off work. So, well, that's good. anyway. Yeah. So good sportsmanship, good fun, well, good winter fun. Absolutely. And for those who know, so I, our subject tonight is in bulk and, um, the St. Paul Winter Carnival, which is a part of this treasure hunt, or the treasure hunt is a part of that, is, you know, kind of based, when you when you look at it, it's a little bit, you know. So I'm going to read you the legend. I think it would be fun for everybody listening to the legend of the St. Paul Winter Carnival, because I think it's fun, you know. And it's all about that constant struggle. I mean, I know Imbolc is more of the light, you know. It's getting light. It's the beginning of spring. But so, too, is the Winter Carnival, right? Because it's the epic fight between King Boreas, who's the king of winter, and Volcanic Rex, who is the warm, you know? So I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs because I think it's fun, you know? And everybody can understand why it's such a big deal here in Minnesota, you know? Um, Legend has it that a long, long time ago, Astralos, the god of starlight, and Eos, the goddess of the rosy-fingered moon, were wed. Their union was blessed with five sons, Boreas, Titan, Euros, Zephyrus, and Nodos. As the eldest, Boreas was granted the title of King of the Winds. Um, He assigned to each of his brothers a permanent grant of great force and power. To Titan, he assigned the North Wind. To Euros, it was the East Wind. Zephyrus was giving the beautiful West Wind. And Nodos was the balmy and unstable South Wind. The brothers cavorted gaily over land and sea. Boreas, while on extensive travels, came to a winter paradise known as Minnesota. He paused to behold the enchanting beauty of the magnificent group of seven gently sloping hills in whose embrace nested a beautiful city. Boreas whistled in sheer ecstasy, historic St. Paul and her seven hills, an ideal place. I will make St. Paul the capital of all my domains, and it will henceforth be emblazoned to the world as the winter playground of the realm of Boreas. Meanwhile, Volcanics Rex, the god of fire, and the implacable enemy of Boreas cackled in defiant disdain. 
by the great sword of Mars, I will temper the blusterings of Boreas with heat and roar my forces. He was tireless in his bitter resistance to all the festivities of Boreas. Um, Undaunted, Boreas proclaimed a celebration in the spirit of the gay carnival. So be it, it, he shouted, there will be a carnival in old St. Paul. And he selected a prime minister coordinate preparations in all the principalities, provinces, and royal houses within that realm. And so this is the car, this is the whole thing. And, you know, what happens on the final day of the celebration, Volcanus Rex and the crew storms the magnificent ice castle and confronts the king's guard upon the good counsel of the queen. Boreas is overthrown. Right. And so it's this epic struggle. And, you know, I've read different, different part, different stories of this legend. Um, and some of them actually talk about the Vulcans. I should have brought up the Vulcan page because the Vulcans are a, a well-known local uh, group here in Minnesota. They do a lot of charity work, volunteer work, but they are the main force, one of the main forces of the Winter Carnival. And if you go to the uh, the Torchlight Parade, on the so that's this Saturday, at the end of the parade, there's actually, it's quite dramatic, you know, it's like, the Vulcans, you know, King Boreas is up on the steps of the library and all of his royal guard. And then here comes Volcanics Rex and all of his, all the Vulcans, you know, and then they overthrow him to bring the south wind or spring, right, instead of winter. So it's really a cool thing. <laughs> it is cool. It's a cool story. And it's neat that it's our little folklore here. And um yeah, it's a it's fun and it does fit with Imbolc, of course. Mm-hmm. And um you know the Imbolc festival. Actually, did you know I didn't know this. I just found this uh when I was doing research for the show mm-hmm. that uh Imbolc is when you're in Ireland is now an official holiday. Uh oh. so the the four uh Quarter festivals. So they I mean, you have the main quarter festivals and then the cross quarter festivals mm-hmm. or whatever they call it, like the cross quarter, I, I guess is how I say it. So it's the the in between the solstices yep. and the and the um, mm-hmm. equinoxes. Can't think yeah. straight. So uh, it's the I call them the cross quarter festivals. Anyway, all of their cross quarter festivals are now bank holidays. Oh, yeah, isn't that cool? That. Yeah. So I just found that out. So anyway, Imbolc is a one of their cross quarter. It is a cross quarter festival. Mm-hmm. It's not just theirs. Um, but yeah, what it is similar to what you're talking about is, you know, this welcoming in of the light. And because we're halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox, it doesn't have anything to do necessarily with the weather, because clearly here mm-hmm. in Minnesota, in the upper United States, so we're not... <laughs> We're not seeing much spring at this point. Right. Um, but, you know, it's still that welcoming in of the energy saying, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we have gained quite a bit of light since Absolutely. the winter solstice. And so, you know, it's welcoming in that light. And again, you know, with that winter festival lore of, you know, welcoming in that fire energy mm-hmm. uh, back in. And um, it's typically when you're looking at... Um, animals it's when they start uh getting pregnant Mm -hmm. so it's that beginning of the fertility you really don't start to see um the emergence until spring but this is Mm -hmm. that gestation period starting you know so we're bringing in that energy of uh, new beginnings and hope with the in bulk uh festival 
Yeah, and actually, I think, where did I read somewhere that in bulk actually means the belly, which is translates loosely into, um, it's the womb of Mother Earth, right? Um, oh, yeah, did, Earth did begins you... to awaken from its winter sleep. The sun is reborn anew at winter solstice grow stronger by in bulk we have a full hour more of daylight which do gosh actually i was out walking today at 5 15 and it was still light it was still light outside isn't that phenomenal it's something to celebrate uh, that's for sure i know isn't that funny it's 5 15 yeah. and we're like woohoo i know <laughs> i know <laughs> oh here it is okay it says in bulk means in the womb of the mother milk is the sweat swelling and breasts of used to nourish the new lambs about to be born and during the season of preparation that tools are being cleaned consecrated and made ready for work so really it's just prepping for spring right yep. which is what in bulk is but yep. Yeah, it's so nice to have more. I know. Wow, it's it's light till five thirty now. Woohoo! <laughs> and I noticed that it's getting a little bit lighter in the morning, because um, I'm up at five every morning, you know. And so now I've noticed that you know by the time I leave for work at about quarter after seven, it's it's kind of light, you know. So yeah, it's that welcoming in of spring and preparing, preparing. Yep. Yeah, so it's very, uh, it, there's a lot of hope and promise with this mm-hmm. time of year and mm-hmm. this festival. So um, mm-hmm. it, uh, I was, oh, I lost my train of thought. I was looking up some information here. Let me see if I can find it again. I did find um, a couple of cool things that people can do to celebrate. One of the things, I think I talked about this when we first moved into our house, we, you know how you can kind of pick the, the closing date and the year yeah. of, 2020, uh, so February 2nd was on a Sunday because the traditionally the Imbolc festival goes from sundown on the first mm-hmm. to sundown on the second, so it runs a full day that way. And mm-hmm. we the Sunday was the second, and which is more that's the fuller of the two days that has the Imbolc. And so I said, well, it's you know they are like, do you want to do it in January? Do you want to do it whatever February? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, let's do it on the third. Uh, Monday the 3rd, because that was the closest I could get to Imbolc. And um, so what we did was a ceremony. When we came to the house, we got the keys. And the first thing we did, I had the the drums in the back of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And Tim and I came over and we lit a candle and um, we walked around the house and welcomed in this this new birth, you know, mm-hmm. that this... Uh, mm-hmm. the seed that had been planted that was going to bring forth uh, this, you know, fruitful life. And so mm-hmm. we went around the house with the drums and uh, did a, a, like an in-bulk ceremony. And it was really cool. And yeah. the house lit up. You could oh, yeah. just feel the energy in the house shift like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like, we're going to have, you guys get it. You get me, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to you know, bring the house into this time of year of, you know, welcoming in the new energy and this promise of hope. And so mm-hmm. that I found and, you know, so it was just Tim and I and we just walked around. And it, was, yeah. it was cool. It was really yeah. great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. I should I should do some drumming here tomorrow night and maybe do some cleansing with, you know, the stuff. But yeah, that'd be fun. Good. And they said, you know, another thing you can do is like, um, you know, plant something, you know, 
take care of some plants, maybe some some of your house plants need a new pot, this is a good time to do it. You know, it kind of celebrates in bulk and you're uh, tending to the living, right? Mm-hmm. The living. Some of the things you can plant, if you're really wanting to get specific, mm-hmm. there's some plants that are associated with in bulk. There mm-hmm. is uh, snowdrops, uh, angelica, basil, bay laurel, and uh, celandine. Celandine? I don't know how to say that one. I'm yeah. not familiar with it. Anyway, know. those are some uh, flowers and plants that are mm-hmm. supposed to be associated with in bulk. So if you want to do a little planting or go get some of those plants and bring them to your house. Make sure they're not poisonous to your little four-leggeds yes. or anyone. I don't yes. know anything about them, so please don't. I think Angelica is up. not, I think that's yeah. not okay. Um, yeah, I don't for, know. I don't know if it's for everyone or just pregnant people, but um, yeah, so watch out. But anyway, yeah, so you can do uh, something like that. That's a good idea. Well, and you know, it's cool. I didn't plan it this way, but I have, um, my brother always gives me amaryllis bulbs at Christmas. And so the one he gave me last year, I did what you're supposed to do. You know, I just let it grow, put it outside. And then in the fall, I clipped it down and put it in the in the downstairs in the dark, you know, because then you force it to bloom. And I kind of forgot about it. And then he gave me a new one right, you know, a few weeks before Christmas. And I'm like, oh, I got to take that one back up here, you know. And so I brought it up and it's been growing every since. And right now it's going to be blooming tomorrow on Imbolc. And, and isn't that a cool thing, you know? That's very it's cool. Just, it's just beautiful. It's just so tall. And there's like, I don't know, four. I think it's going to have like four blooms up there. And what's interesting is the one that already bloomed that he gave me just before Christmas. I planted that in dirt because it was one, it was a bulb that was one of those ones that are covered with wax. And so... Once it was done blooming, I snipped it all off, took off the wax and planted it, and it's growing, and there's another bloom coming. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so what a cool thing. I think every year I'm going to have this one, the one that's just blooming now. I'll bring that one up about the same time so that it blooms right now because that is just a cool, a really cool thing. And they're that's, beautiful. They're yeah. just beautiful. Apparently, they're very happy there, so that's good. Yes, yes, yes. So... Anyway, just a cool thing. I just thought about it when we were talking about planting things. You know, the amaryllis is going to bloom on in bulk. Nice. I have a couple other interesting symbols for in bulk. If you're, if those of you listening are interested, so there's some colors. If you want to incorporate these colors into your day, or if you're doing some kind of festival, the colors associated with in bulk are white, red, pink, and black. And I don't see any. Like what's more or less, so pick what you like, I suppose. Um, If you want to have any foods associated with it, there would be any baked goods, it looks like, Um, which, you know, would be one of the more, like those are some of the easier things to do in the winter, especially Mm -hmm. back in the day. You have access to flour and things like that, Mm -hmm. so you can make bread. So Mm -hmm. any kind of baked goods, um, winter vegetables, of course, seeds, dried fruits, butter, milk, cheese, lamb, and mutton. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, especially with the lamb that, you know, we're talking yep. about with the, the, the birth yeah. and the new milk and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, there's a couple other things here. Stones that are associated stones and crystals, amethyst, bloodstone, mm-hmm. garnet, onyx, ruby, and turquoise would be associated with in bulk. And then we have symbols, candles, cauldrons, chalice, cow, sheep, and swan are also associated with 
in bulk. And we talked mm. about the plants already. So mm. some cool symbols if you're wanting to incorporate mm. something into your day or if you just happen to see something. There's still swans around here right now, yeah. which I think is interesting because mm-hmm. we have we do have some open water here still. Mm. And the swans, I don't know, apparently are good with it. So they're hanging out. Um, <laughs> well, I wonder if they're from Canada. So they're like, hey, it's nice here. I don't know, but you it's know, really in Monticello, which is close to you, there's that park on the river that there's yeah. just always like a ton of swans there because yeah. it's warm. It's from the power plant is right there, right? So the water is kind of warmed. Um, yeah, I've been there and it's amazing how many swans are there. It's just we went, totally amazing. Uh, Cindy, who's in the chat room, uh, we went snowshoeing, um, I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago and it wasn't warm i mean it was it was warm enough not like it is now it's cold now but there were so many geese on the river it was crazy and uh i mean just a ton of them and it was so cool uh or excuse me swans not geese um, Swan, I was swans yeah geese i'm not impressed yeah. no offense geese but big deal yeah. <laughs> so yeah. sorry i shouldn't say that that's not nice to the geese folk no, out there, not- but the swans were impressive. And then they had their little duck friends with them. So it was like the swans and the ducks were hanging out and there's lots of them. It was cool. Yeah, they're cool. So swan, yeah. apparently in bulk. Uh, uh, Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. That is cool. Yeah. So swans. Swan and swans and lambs and what else did you say for animals? Or was uh, that it? Let's see here. It said, they said, um, I scrolled away from it. Hang on here. Animals. We have, uh, yeah, cow and sheep as well. Cows, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very interesting. But yeah, and and you know, the, it's, Embolk is a fire. It's a fire. uh, They do fire rituals. So, you know, you could do a bonfire you know if you have a fire pit stoke it up you know it's it's supposed to be a little bit warmer here tomorrow and the next day so you know that would be kind of fun yeah i was talking to my mom she was all excited she goes yeah it's gonna be like 11 tomorrow (laughs) and i started laughing because it's so funny how that's like really warm right now yeah well it's been so cold i mean today was the first day i got nelly out for a walk in like several days because it's just been cold you know it's just been cold and she was raring to go. We were at the park and, you know, she just wandered much further than she normally does. I mean, she's 12 now, right? And she's got the little legs, so she doesn't like to go for super long walks anymore. And I just let her go where she wanted. And it was pretty far and she was, pr- she did get pretty cold, you know, and man, she ran. I felt like we ran a mile back to the car because <laughs> she was in a hurry, man. She wanted to come home, you know? So, but yeah, so, and it's supposed to be, 30s this weekend yeah see and then it's gonna get cold again but i think after yeah. that we're gonna pull out of it and we're gonna get back yeah. into the you mm-hmm. know heading towards mm-hmm. creeping up towards mm-hmm. actual spring weather which is yeah lovely i know yeah no they said um 30 for the torchlight parade for the overthrowing of king boreas oh that's so not see, bad the vulcans are gonna win <laughs> well they have to every year right because they do that's they the do. law of nature here. We go into the the warmer energy. Uh, the energy of spring is winning. Yep. So yep. Uh, so they're going to have to. 
do their do their thing. And you know those Vulcans are so funny, and there's no women that are Vulcans, you know. And and a couple years ago, I walked up to Vulcanus Rex, you know, because he was there. Casey just about died, and Klondike Kate was with him, you know. And I said, you know, how come there are no women in the Order of Vulcans? And he just looked at me. Well, I really don't know. He was totally shocked and surprised that anybody would ask him that question, you know. And I'm like, well, I think that there ought to be. And he said, well. I don't know why there couldn't be. And I said, should I apply? And he said, yes. And I'm like, okay. And I, <laughs> I kind of thought about it, you know, and he said, put in an application. So I actually did go to their website, but it says men only or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, hmm. maybe I should say, well, Volcanus Rex told me I should try it, you know? No. Interesting. But you know what I mean? I mean, there's the queens on the King Boreas size. Why can't there be women on the Vulcans? You know, just saying. You know me and girl power. <laughs> so, anyway. yeah, I, well, I was trying to think. Um, oops, I'm going to check here. I don't know if I can find it. Um, but there was. I thought that the Vulcans were connected. Don't even quote me on this, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I thought that there was some kind of weird connection with the like Freemasons or something like that. Well, are they? Yeah. That's I don't. New, and that's what I was going to try and look it up quick, because I thought, I don't know where that came from, and I could be totally wrong. I'm just going to say it right now. I mean, that I've would got, make uh, sense in a lot of different ways. But yeah, I, I mean, it was really, because I mean, the look on his face, he was, totally shocked and and he said i think you should try it and i'm like okay you know what i mean and 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 this klondike kate was there and she said yes i think you should you know i'm and sure that he was just dying you know yeah well you know i think there's something that like let's humor her but she's not getting in kind of thing. right because right. i do think that there i don't and i'm not going to find it on like Probably, just yeah. googling quick but i just I really think that I could be. heard that somewhere. I've never it was heard that angle before, but Freemasonry you know. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So totally makes sense. And you know, those Vulcans are so. You know, when I was a kid, they were just wild things, right? They would come around and hug all the girls, and then they would have that grease on their face, and they'd smish it all over, and and then they can't do that anymore. But I just remember as a kid, I was kind of afraid of them, you know. And then when I got older. It was just hysterical. You know, we all hugged them and whatever, you know, but now they can't do that anymore, which is kind of sad, you know, sign of the times. Well, but, that's um, probably better. No problems. Well, you know, we, we always had fun. But anyhow, oh, well, oh my gosh, you know what? It's half past. It's actually we've blown past the half hour. So we are going to go to commercial Blake. This is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. For the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Hey Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. 
So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're talking about in bulk tonight. And we have uh, some ideas for the festival tomorrow mm-hmm. that I want to talk about here in just a second. Oh, well, as, as Heidi is getting ready to talk about that, I did find a little something-something about um, the animals for in bulk. And it says we honor um, the story of Bridget, which is Bridget is a is the goddess associated with Imbolc, um, and the white swans are associated with Bridget because they arrive back to the northern lands in large numbers near Imbolc. Often, goddess totems, swans mate for life and are the very are the very embodiment of hope, peace, and love. We show the wild swans video. Oh, that's something else. But so that's cool. So that's why. Hope, peace, and love. And they come back around this time of year. Or they just never leave if they have a place to hang out. Or just, yeah, like up there. Yeah. So, sorry about that. I I have a couple of ways to celebrate in bulk, uh, if you're so inclined, those of you listening out there. A couple of things, and some of this we already kind of talked about. But you can, you know, definitely have, um, have a bonfire outside or a fire in your fireplace if you have one. Or light a candle you can do that yeah. just you know or have a right. little electric candle i mean yeah. make it work for your yeah. environment <laughs> mm-hmm. um or you can host a candlelight dinner and this doesn't have to be a twofer this could be as many people as you want have a little yeah. celebration but make it candlelight yeah you know we're still or in it that could be just you st- or it could just be you. be you i mean but we have this we're still in the season of dark but we're welcoming yeah. in that that new light. And so yep. candlelight is uh, the, definitely the way to go. Uh, they have, uh, there's an idea of creating a meal with intentions for what you want to accomplish in the coming year. And one of the things that I was reading before about in bulk is we have these new year's resolutions, right? That we just said, if you said mm-hmm. any, you didn't have to. We also had the uh, lunar new year, just uh, mm-hmm. what a week and a half ago or so. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, you know, lots of new, and then we have this new energy with, you know, the, the in bulk bringing in the, the new, uh, the lambs and, and things like that. So you can look at any resolutions you set, if you set them and do any kind of 
extra clearing for the energy to come through. Or if you haven't set any, this is also a good time to set a resolution or two to, you know, make some changes mm-hmm. for the new year ahead. Uh, let's see here. There is one of the ideas. If you're really enthusiastic, you could create an authentic medieval fair, such as roasted meats, hearty breads, and old-fashioned desserts, and then eat it all yourself. No, I'm kidding. Have a feast and maybe invite some folks over. <laughs> <laughs> eat it all. <laughs> or you could yourself. eat it all yourself. Do whatever you want. It's all. It's all good. Um, you can uh, again host a dinner for some of your favorite people. Do that candlelight dinner. That's another one. Um, you can do uh, decorate your r- favorite room with candles in the evening and sit in contemplation about what you want to welcome into this new year. You could also do a meditation or journal in the same room. You know, setting up the candles and do some kind of meditation or uh, ceremony uh, with the candles. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go outside and enjoy the lengthening days and increase sunlight. We talked about that earlier, and you talked about that going out with your dogs or yeah. your dog, uh, just going out and getting out in that extra little daylight that we have here and yeah. being appreciative of that. Absolutely, and. Uh, Appreciate the period of rest for Mother Earth, uh, you know, giving her like a break. You know, she gets this break of uh, production, at least in this hemisphere, where she gets kind of the area of rest uh, where she's producing in the southern hemisphere. But in this hemisphere, she gets a little break. So honoring that and uh, maybe sending some healing energy to her as well, uh, because she could always use it. We know that. So mm-hmm. there's some ideas for celebrating in bulk. Mm-hmm. Easy stuff. Most of it's pretty easy. And if mm-hmm. you you could make something up yourself, really, absolutely, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Just thinking about using light, uh, using, uh, you know, bringing in the energy of abundance, hope, um, celebration with, you know, others or. With the earth, you know, those are all kind of the themes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I like that. Baking. I think I'm going to have to bake something delicious tomorrow. Um, yeah, and new, you know, like like they're talking about here, like we said, fostering new life, like planting seeds, you know, like the plants that you talked about. Um you know the other the other thing that happens too on February second is Groundhog's Day, right? Which is kind of loosely comes off this too. Of course, means if the groundhog they pull that poor little groundhog out of his hibernating space, <laughs> and I just think it's cruel. And they make him come out and look for his see if he sees his shadow or not. And if of course if he does, he goes back in for six more weeks weeks and if he does not see his shadow i think that means spring is around the corner correct am i saying that right yeah i think so because it sounds backwards which mm-hmm. i think is the point is it mm-hmm. is backwards mm-hmm. but it's yeah it's i don't get the whole ground like who can we're gonna have spring like it's gonna take a while for us anyway exactly so go for it exactly put the poor guy out in the snow and see how he does and we know we're gonna still be in the mm-hmm depths of winter for like another two months so absolutely i mean you know here in the northland we still get blizzards in march and ape sometimes in april i mean i remember a few years back we had snow in may too yes yes and i remember we had a couple of big snowfalls in april a few years back like 12 inches at a time you know so yep 
Yeah, we're really not clear until mid-April, sometimes June here, you know? So... Well, yeah, it could freeze here. I didn't get mm-hmm. gardens planted until oh, late yeah. June one year because we were still getting freeze, uh, freezing temperatures yep. overnight. I think it was really last spring because I don't think I planted flowers outside until June even. You know what I mean? So yeah, We're out of the cities, so it takes longer here mm-hmm. because you guys have that island heat, heat yeah, island. Yeah, the heat effect, island. Right? Urban heat island. So yeah. we don't get that here, so it stays cooler out here overnight longer. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was chilly last year, so it'll it'll be cool to see what happens this year. This has been such an up and down year weather-wise for everybody, for everybody, not just Minnesota, for everybody. You know, it's been yeah. crazy weather everywhere, you know. I mean, snow on the island. I guess it snowed out there again today. I saw pictures from people I know out there with pictures <laughs> of the snow, you know. So unusual, unusual. So Anyway, but very cool. But I think it's, an, it's you know, if you want to, mark it. You know, like we said, it's as simple as lighting a candle and maybe saying a little, a little prayer, you know, for spring, you know? Yep. yep. Yeah, not a bad idea. And really, again, whatever works for you, mm-hmm. you know, whoever, I mean, just whatever you feel would, you know, to call in this new energy and that mm-hmm. it's really the energy of hope, which... We could also use a whole bunch of that as well. Uh, So anything that helps you feel hopeful, you Mm -hmm. know, and um, I was actually also reading on a different uh, page about trying some different uh, divination tools than you're used to, Mm -hmm. uh, mixing it up and see what happens. So I thought, well, that's kind of fun. I don't know what I would, I guess. I don't use a pendulum a lot. Well, I do in Reiki. Mm -hmm. I don't use it for divination work. Um, Maybe mm-hmm. I could use a pendulum mm-hmm. tomorrow. And I have a mm-hmm. um, the Imbolc meditation coming up too on Thursday night. So that'll be fun. Oh, on Imbolc. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. awesome. we're actually, we're, you mentioned, uh, we talked about hot chocolate earlier, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it's hot chocolate day. Yeah. And uh, we're using the spiced hot chocolate again for that ceremony because... I I like using that in the winter because it gets that the lower chakras activated with that mm-hmm. heat. Uh, you have the heat of the water and then the mm-hmm. heat of the spice in the cocoa, and it's lovely. What and then kind of course of spice the honey. Do you use? I use uh, what is it? Mm, ancho chili. Oh, yeah, cool. and I have a couple other things that I use too. And then of course the honey, my honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that adds such an interesting little flavor twist. Oh, to yeah. It. Oh, yeah. So, In hot cocoa? Yeah, that would for sure. Yeah, it's really good. So we're going to do that on Thursday night. So, awesome. you know, it's a gathering of people. We have the lights down. Mm-hmm. We have the the cocoa in the beginning to ignite the, the warmth of the lower chakras. And we'll uh, do a uh, meditation and a guided meditation. And then we'll... Um, you know, talk about it afterwards, our mm-hmm. experiences, and it's lovely. So that's yeah. how I'll be celebrating. So that'll yeah. be on Thursday. Nice, nice. And I should be all. I should be all good by then. Yeah, I hope so. Sending some good vibes your way, so you get over this little. Oh yeah, I'll be good. Whatever it is, you know. I thought I was gonna be okay by today, and it just I know t- that's what you said. It didn't you know? click fast enough for me. No, 
Well, what is going on? Get rid of that. Banish that away. Know. You know? I know. <laughs> so that's all about in bulk. And I think it's really I think it's really cool that, you know, every I mean, I you know, I'm a Mooney girl, but I do also observe all these other things as well. Um, you know, as we all do. Well, not everybody, but we do. So it's always good to do a little something, something, even if it's like we said, as simple as lighting a candle and just saying a little prayer, thinking about it. Yep. Intention. Yep. It's you don't have to thing. make it tough. Nope. That's for sure. Nope. If you feel like baking something, bake something. If you feel like, you know, planting some seeds, adding some dirt, do it, you know? So awesome. So what else, what else do you have going on besides that this week? Well, um, some, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of flurry around paranormal investigations again. That just does not seem to be taking a backseat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes it ramps up going up till, you know, Halloween and maybe a little after, and then it kind of settles in and hits mm-hmm. its stride, but it is just keeps getting busier. I don't even understand it. So yeah. yeah, we've had a lot of inquiries about investigations or uh, possible locations, things like that. So mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, it's been busy that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Jerry's been fielding a lot of calls too. And I know that we um, we did a little investigation on Saturday night, which was interesting, fun. Um, can't really talk about it. But yeah, so all year. I mean, it just never ends, correct? So you know, it just we'll start... seems like it's a little bit more intense this year. Yep, yep, yep. And I think even out in the woods, like when we're out in the woods with squatchers, there's just so much stuff out there. I mean, the paranormal is everywhere, you know, and it just seems we've talked about this the last few years, how it's just so much stronger, you know, and I'm not really there's a lot of things going on in the world. I think that's the whole thing, you know, um, but we will be getting out in the woods again, too. And we were just out there was it last week week before I don't remember but cool stuff I mean the the snow was really deep you know it was up to my thighs you know we had to trudge through it you know but it was super fun so winter is the best time for squatching it is that's a fact mm-hmm. so we'll be out there quite a bit Jerry's saying Friday not sure what's going on on Friday so maybe it's good weather maybe yeah. Um, it's so, warm. You can get out. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Friday is going to be cold, although maybe this weekend. It's supposed to be warm this weekend. I was going to say, Friday does not look warm. Mm-mm. Yeah, this weekend looks good. Mm-hmm. I was watching this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, we have all the winter carnival stuff going on. Oh, right, right. Oh, got to go there. We got to do that. Got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I will be in International Falls. Katie and I are driving up there on um, Friday, actually. Um, for a very somber occasion, you know, one of our one of our gals, her pop, her papa passed away. So oh. we're going up for the funeral. Um, so maybe that's what he's talking about. Oh, Friday was the investigation. Oh, was it? I guess it was. I was thinking it was Saturday. Well, whatever. It was last weekend. You know, I get lose track of days. You know, they all come and go so fast. And this year. I have really made an effort not to take that calendar out all the time. You know what I mean? So I do kind of forget about time. And that was my intention, you know, not be so 
have so much on the calendar all the time, you know? Nice. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm doing that's a good, good job, except I am kind of forgetting, you know, but that's okay. That is okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's, that's for what sure. I think too. I mean, last year I was so scheduled up. It was just awful. And I was just like, you know what? We're not doing this anymore. We're not doing this. Uh-uh. Yeah. So I put it away. Um, so yeah, so that's what's happening. Next week is our paranormal smorgasbord. So yes, it we is. Need to, we need to get ready for that. I've and, got you know, all sorts of things lined up. I know already. we do. We do. And you know, one of the things we were talking about on break were, was um was the um Freemasons. I think that would be really fun to talk about them at some point on the show. Because yeah. they're so mysterious. It's a secret society. It'd be fun if we could well, get one of them on. It's funny how, <clears throat> because I know some, I mean, I know of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk to them, they tell you like, oh, this is all we do. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, but you're not telling me everything. Or maybe no. you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. it's still secrets. Absolutely. Do you remember when we did that seance at the White House in Anoka? And it yeah. was right next to the Freemasons. Yeah, and we had some spirits come in that, that from there, right? Mm-hmm. It was cool, but yeah, that would be fun. So, and yeah, I know some Freemasons as well, or I know of them, I should say. So it would be kind of fun to have to talk about, you know, like the, the myths and the mysteries and what have we heard about them, and you know, yep, and what they believe in. You know, like I know that I told you on break that. Um, the mausoleum on the island was built by one of the Macmillans who created uh, Roche Harbor, and he was one of the out, you know big guys in the Freemasons on the island. So nice, be interesting to hear what what they what they believe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe maybe that's a good topic for one of the shows. Yeah, I think so. We'll have to find someone. Mm-hmm. Find someone who wants to spill the beans. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to tell us everything, but maybe they can kind of clear up maybe some of the mystery surrounding them and, and you know, why everybody thinks, oh, my gosh, what are they doing there? <laughs> you know, because that's what I think. What are they doing there? So, you know, you see all these movies where you know, crazy things go on, you know. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. We're going down the rabbit hole. So We are. Yes. And so we have, uh, we talked about getting our astrologer on. So Triana is set for the week after next. So she'll be on and she'll kind of maybe give us a rundown of 2023. And maybe we can talk about the things that she told us, the stars told her might happen in 2022 that actually did. I think it's, I think it's really cool, you know? Do a little recap. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have her scheduled and Howard is coming on the week after that. So I believe that's the 21st and he's going to give us an update on the whales and Toki and all of those things. So, and I said, cause I had him pick, I said, you can pick a Tuesday, you know, and, and that was the one he picked. And I said, Howard, that's the day before I come out to the Island. So isn't that awesome? I love it. I'll know what to expect when I get there. <laughs> So, nice. anyhow, yeah, so we got a lot of fun stuff going. And, of course, we have a lot of ideas and, you know, we'll get some more guests for other things. And maybe we can find one of those free. Maybe we can get a Vulcan on. Oh, that be oh you can work on that this weekend. Yes, yes. Oh, 
That's really good idea. See if one of them wants to be a guest. The hubbub will be over for them. Yeah. So by the time we get someone on the show, but it would be cool to talk about it. It would be. Or maybe if they don't want to do it this year because the carnival is over, we can get them on for January of next year. Yeah. But I think it'd be fun to talk to them this year because it would be interesting to know just what it all is about. It's kind of like the Freemasons, their secret order of the Vulcans, you know? Right. Or if they are connected with the Freemasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we, we just don't know. So, yeah, okay. Well, I got a little homework to do on Saturday night at the Winter Carnival Parade. <laughs> but, yeah, and then, of course, there's lots to see here. If you're in Minnesota, you know, go to the car- go If you can, go to the carnival because they have the ice sculptures are over there. The snow sculptures we have to go see at the fairgrounds because they are awesome and amazing. And how they do this stuff with a bolt, with a block of snow is beyond my wildest imagination. But they are very impressive to see. And there's mm-hmm. just so much going on. Um. And if you like to fish, wow, there was a fishing contest somewhere close by. And some kid, I think maybe it was on one of the lakes up north, but a kid won it, a teenager maybe, and he caught a 9.9 pound walleye. He pulled out of the lake and he won a pickup truck. I mean, if I'd have known there was a a contest with a pickup truck for a trophy, you know, I might have went up there and thrown a line in. You know, that's a pretty big prize. That is a good prize. Wow, good for him. But a 9.9 walleye, wow, that's big. That's that's worthy of a big prize. That's yeah, huge. It is. So, yeah, I mean, it's fun. All this winter stuff is fun here in the land of 10,000 lakes, for sure. Yeah, so, we've definitely had all the snowmobiles up and down the road. Mm-hmm. Lately, well, last couple there's months. There's been good snow. I mean, we've had so much yeah. snow. Now it's just a big ice ball, really. You know what I well, mean? Well, just... they're still snowmobiling out here. Oh, of course <laughs> they are. Yep. But it is, it's just hard packed. And, and even at the park, it's like just, it's almost like walking on ice that has footprints in it, you know? So, yeah, it's been a really fun year this year, for sure. And but... Yeah, it's a good way to to just again get out and celebrate the in bulk energy yes. of just being outside. Yes. You know, yes, go for a walk. You know, and enjoy the animals and everything. You know, because wear your fun. your snowshoes or your cleats for your shoes with the yep. grips, so you don't very slip slippery. and fall. It's very slippery, so just walk gently, I guess. Tread gently because wow, you sure don't want to fall. Um, and I don't know where the owls are, Heidi. Remember a couple of weeks ago? Oh, no, we didn't have the show. But a couple of weeks ago, Mama was in the nest, right? And she yeah. was like, I think she was, you know, rooting around in there, making it ready. And, and I saw Papa was in a tree a couple. I even got pictures. So I know they were there. I wasn't imagining this. And I saw her a couple of times, actually. And then I haven't seen them since. And she is not in that nest. So isn't that interesting? I said, maybe they're on an an extended flyabout before the nesting season starts. (laughs) Maybe. Because they've decided to upgrade. They're moving. I don't know, but they have a pretty snazzy nest over there. You know, it was built by the Raptor Center, you know, so and she was in there. So I assume I did look at her at the other spots that she has had nests before and she's not in any of them. So I don't know where she is. But I know they're okay because I saw them, you know. Um, 
and the eagles are getting ready, you know, for nesting over there. I've been watching that cam every once in a while, and there's a new papa, and mama is over there back, you know. So that's always fun. It's springtime in bulk. We're talking about yep. babies. Yep, Mother Nature's getting ready. She is. She is. And, you know, the eagles on the nest at the river. So there's a nest I've been watching for, I don't know, probably a decade. And last year with the avian flu, I think they all passed away, you know, because one day mama was on the nest feeding the babies. And then I think I went to the island and then the next or I went somewhere. I don't know. I was gone for a few days. And then the next time I drove by, she was gone and I never saw her again, you know. So, I don't know. Interesting. And the nest is empty still. I don't know. It's really sad. I hope that didn't happen. And I hope maybe she just, you know, went somewhere else. But I don't know. It's odd for them to just disappear in the middle of, you know, nesting season. Yes. So. That's a weird, weird timing there. Mm Mm-hmm. So bless her for sure, whatever happened to her, Papa and those babies. But um, yeah, it's exciting. This is the exciting time of year because this is when all this stuff starts happening. And, and you know, now I'll be trudging through the woods every day <laughs> just to go over there and talk to Mama, you know. But that is good. Awesome. What about uh, the calling tomorrow night? Calling tomorrow night. Yes, tune into the Calling Radio Show tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. And they are having Paranormal Babble, which I always say is a, you know, copy of the Paranormal Smart. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think that was around before us, wasn't it? Uh, oh, shh. Heidi, shh. Oh, yeah, sorry. It was, Stop. but come on now. <laughs> But yeah, so it's Paranormal Babble tomorrow night. So get your subjects ready for them. Although they they usually have quite a few. And then, you know, what happens? You go down the rabbit hole. And then, you know, but it'll be a fun show for them too. And and, um, they're back live. So and now we have the chat room again. So awesome. Awesome. We are back to normal. It is. It's a lovely looking website too, this Parax website. Yes, for sure. And I've heard there's more stuff coming. So, yeah, more updates coming. So that's that's exciting. Good stuff. It's phenomenal. And I hear the music, so it must be time for us to go. So, hey, everyone, thanks for listening tonight. Um, if there's any, you know, troops out there, thank you for your service. And please, please, please be safe. And everybody in the chat room, welcome back. Hey, it was good to see you. And everybody listening, wherever you are, thank you so much for tuning in. We are so grateful to have you all with us. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet, thank you so much for getting this together again tonight. And Para-X, thank you for hosting us. We love being here. And we'll look forward to our Paranormal Smorgasbord next week. Yay. Good night, everyone.